and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, horse mutilations in France. That's correct, horse mutilations in France. Now this one I found particularly disturbing. And so often over the years we've heard about cattle mutilations and there has been quite a bit of study done on them. But what a lot of people don't know is at the same time there has been a long history of horse mutilations. And we see the same thing uh, coming from law enforcement, coming from the debunkers, coming from the people that seem to refuse to uh, consider the paranormal alternative explanation here. It's always um, some strange, small, secretive, uh, very successful uh, satanic cult doing this. Now, I'm not saying that these couldn't be Satan worshippers, some type of cult members, whatever. But at the same time, it, these cases are so weird. They're so bizarre and so evil. I think that it would, it would behoove us to consider an alternate explanation. Now, this first article comes from news.yahoo.com. It says, The Telegraph, French police investigate wave of horse killings as Satanic Rituals Suspected, by David Chazen. Now, this should, this should uh, cause your spidey senses to go up just a little bit. Because if you haven't noticed lately, with the mainstream media, there's a lot more negative said about um, faith religions, such as the Christian religion, than you'll hear about Satan worship. I mean, they'll talk about putting up statues of uh, Satan, whatever their their deal is, at a local courthouse, and the mainstream media thinks that that's just an okay thing to do. You never hear them criticize Satanism until you have one of these uh, mutilation cases come up. That's what's so bizarre to me about this. Why do they? Why why are they so eager to throw one of their sacred cows under the bus so quickly? And I think it's because it's the easiest way to throw us off the to throw us off the scent. It's the easiest way to uh, close people down to any other uh, any other uh, trail of inquiry. Now it goes on here. It says French police on Friday issued an identical picture of a suspect wanted over a wave of gruesome horse killings as they stepped up investigation to what they believe may be satanic rituals. See, this really just sets my spy senses office right off the bat. Now we're going to get into the suspect a little bit, and the whole thing seems very strange, a little sketchy to me. And the fact that, you know, uh, you take a super liberal left-wing government like the, like the French government, and they just... Boom, they put that satanic thing out there right off the bat. Now, listen, I'm no, I'm no fan of Satanism. If you've listened to this podcast for more than an episode, you know that. But what I'm saying is, is that for them to, like I said, throw their sacred cow, so to speak, under the bus immediately, it almost makes me feel like they're hiding something. And that's why this article really just got my attention. It says, in the latest of at least 19 killings, and savage mutilations this year, a mare was found, eviscerated, and a pony with its ear cut off in the southern area of, I think this is pronounced Pouvert, this week. 
The investigation had made little headway until a breakthrough came this week. Now, this is not what I would call a breakthrough, but let's take a look. When the owner of an animal refuge drove off two men who sliced a horse and two ponies in Burgundy, a facial image of one of them, based on a description by the refuge owner, Nicholas Demajan, has been broadcast on national television. Mr. Demajan said the attackers spoke words in a language I couldn't understand. I think it must be from Eastern Europe. Now look, he's in France. You know, this country's very diverse. You've got people from all over the world mixing in there. This is what really kind of got the cackles in the back of my neck up. In a language I couldn't understand. Is that, is that a normal way that somebody describes as speaking a language that's foreign to them? I mean, if you're a native English speaker and you hear somebody speak French or English or Russian, is that how you say it in a language I couldn't understand? Or, or are you more likely to say, well, I think it's this language or that language? That part right there just kind of got me. Julian Dinamonde, the agriculture minister on Friday visited a writing school in central France targeted in one of the attacks. Quote, justice will be done, he promised. And it says, Frank Jolly, a police spokesman, said, the hunt for the culprits is now a priority. A small wooden sculpture, believed to be a voodoo doll, was found at the site of one of the attacks. Now, how do you make that leap? I mean, maybe they've got some information here they're not telling us. I don't know. A small wooden sculpture believed to be a voodoo doll was found at the site of one of the attacks. Investigators are pursuing the theory that the killers are carrying out satanic rituals, systematically slicing off horses' ears and genitals and gouging their eyes. Police believe a group are involved because of the difficulty of restraining a terrified horse. Now, this is the same kind of talk we heard when those three, what were they, a thousand, I think they were almost 2,000 pound bulls, were uh, mutilated and killed in Oregon. Just boom, dead right there in their tracks. No blood anywhere around. Remember we talked about this. I believe those, those things have like 10, 10 and a half gallons of blood in them. But out of that 10 gallons of blood, not a single drop was found anywhere around the deceased animal. Now, they're not saying too much about these horse mutilations as far as whether or not there is blood. But I looked at a couple of pictures, and they're quite gruesome, to be frank with you. And they've got a point. You know, I've been around horses a lot of years. And uh, for these guys, just to... First off, how did they catch the horse? If the, if the horse is out in the pasture... You know, and the horse doesn't know you, it's a pretty good chance you're not going to get it. Secondly, it's going to have to have a halter on. And they're going to... I just don't see how a couple people could have pulled this off without having made just a huge racket. The thing just seems very weird to me. It says here, Police believe a group are involved because of the difficulty of restraining a terrified horse. Well, think about it. Now, the a pony's one thing, still pretty strong, but if you get a horse, I mean, this, I mean, an average horse could weigh anywhere from eight, nine hundred thousand pounds. 
Some of the bigger ones may be up to 12, 14, 1500 pounds. And believe me, that horse has more strength in its neck than a man does in his whole body. So just the act of being able to viciously attack this animal while it stood there, very, very strange. A Paris, a Paris police spokeswoman said similar attacks were reported in Belgium and Germany between 2014 and 2016. Britain recorded 160 alleged cases of horse ripping between 1983 and 1993. Now, think about that. We, with, with our... Uh, with the average country today being under video surveillance the way it is, you have to wonder why they haven't got these guys on tape yet. Now, they got a picture of what the one suspect they think looks like. I guess we'll find out if they catch him and he admits to everything. Possibly we'll know something. Um, the thing is, I think it might be a little more, a little more complicated than that. There were uh, another case here I want to look at, too, real quick. Now, I went ahead and posted um, a couple of these articles on uh, the Twitter site. That's UFO Warning on Twitter. Of course, you can get there by going to at Warning Sub UFO. Do a follow back while you're there. And I also posted uh, the links on the, the UFOWarning.com site. That's UFOWarning.com. And I, and I went ahead and I put, it's maybe a minute long. It's a little video there. It's They're interviewing a French woman who, uh, one of her, I think it was her Shetland pony maybe, was a victim of these, of these, well, what can we say, just really bad people or bad entities, whatever they are. And she's speaking in French, but they've got subtitles, and the video lasts like a minute or so, and she shows a picture there of the horse, and it's just, it's just very weird, very, very, very strange. Now, we have another article here from, I believe this is, yeah, Fox.com. This came out a day ago, and it says, France horse killings stun countryside after barbaric slayings with mysterious ritual-like mutilations. It goes on to say, it says, up to 30 attacks have been reported in France since February. That's interesting, too. All of this... This evil is surfacing right in the middle of all this crazy COVID stuff. You know, once again, it's almost like uh, if the tension, um, the anxiety produced by these lockdowns, it's almost as if it's attracting a really negative force. The article says, A spate of gruesome killings of horses and ponies across pastures in France has left police baffled and rural communities terrified as mysterious slayings appear to be only growing. Up to 30 attacks have been reported on pastures across the country since in pastures across the country since February, the most recent taking place on Thursday in Sion et Loire region in east central France. Quote, All means are in motion to end this terror, unquote agricultural minister Julian Dern Dernamonde, and then it says, uh, Dernamonde, who visited the region on Friday, told France Info that authorities are excluding nothing in the brutal attacks. 
that makes me think a little bit. You know, in, the Fran in France, they do seem to be a little more uh, open to the notion of UFOs, and we've done a podcast on that before, how they have a whole department uh, in within the government, uh, I don't know, science branch, and they're dedicated to investigating UFO accounts. They seem to take them a lot more seriously, and they approach them with a lot more of an open uh, scientific mind than what we do in the States, where typically the people are uh, debunked, humiliated, made fun of. In France, they really try to take a look at it and see what's going on. Now, then they have the guy's tweet here in, in, in French. This, as they say, is something that's been going on for years. And it's not just happened in Europe, uh, in England. Uh, as you'll recall, if you've listened to the podcast for since the beginning, it's pretty clear this sort of thing happened in the U.S. too. Now we have a we have probably uh, the most famous uh, horse mutilation case up into this time was the case of Snippy the horse, and it's oftentimes referred to as Lady because the first uh, uh, journalist on the ground got the name wrong. Imagine that. And we have an article here from timely, of course, really uh, June thirteenth, twenty twenty from mysteriousuniverse.org. You can, of course, find that link at the Twitter account, UFO Warning, or at the website, ufowarning.com. And it says here, how to uh, sprawled out across south-central Colorado and north-central New Mexico is a 120-mile-long by 40-mile-wide, 40,000-square-mile 40, tract of semi-arid desert scrubland called the San Luis Valley surrounded by the sweeping jagged peaks of the Sangres de Cristo Mountains, which are abandoned with pristine, excuse me, which are adorned with pristine wilderness. This is the largest alpine valley in the world. It is a remote, it is a remote place, sun-beaten, sparsely populated, and almost inhospitable in its dryness, home to more cattle than people. This is parched, isolated land, long considered sacred by the local native people, and it also happens to be ground zero for a variety of high strangeness and also the location of perhaps one of the earliest cases of mysterious livestock mutilation on record, which launched the mystery into the mainstream. Now, this sounds like it's probably a lot more remote than the horse mutilation cases that have happened in Europe and are currently going on in France. But at the same time, if you look on the map, and I posted a Google map pic there at the UFO Warning Twitter account, it does seem, as far as France is concerned, uh, these cases are out in the countryside. They, they do seem to be somewhat remote. And I think that's one of the commonalities we see among these animal mutilation cases. I think the ones that are close to civilization, quite frankly, the ones that I've looked at, oftentimes uh, turn out to be natural predation, uh, natural causes, or sometimes uh, just some idiot riding around a pickup truck that randomly shoots a farmer's cow. Now, the ones that you find clear out in the middle of nowhere, or even like in these rural uh, French areas, first off, for a person to do that, you know... Uh, they they have to really go out of their element to commit this crime. As we know, and I mean, if you study uh, criminality much at all, you know that most 
criminals commit the crime near them. Now, that's not always the case. There are some famous serial killers that have taken their victims far from home. Often those are the hardest cases to solve. Frequently, people are falsely accused, convicted, whatever. But it seems, in general, that if you were to have somebody, say, who was into some kind of a crazy cult, Satan worship, whatever, it would it it baffles me why they would drive you know a couple hundred miles out of their way to find a cow to sacrifice when they could simply go to the cell barn and buy a cow or find a local farm somewhere near a city and still far enough away where they wouldn't be caught. So that's the first thing that always gets me is this is just the isolation that these uh, crimes take place in. Now the article continues and says, One thing that can be said about this quiet valley is that it is absolutely infested with UFOs. Over the years, there have been an estimated 257 UFO sightings per 10,000 in population within a clearly defined area. A degree of intensity that has prompted the computer UFO network, KUFON, to crown it as the highest per capita UFO sighting hotspot in the United States and possibly even the world. UFOs are constantly sighted here. With the UFOs come other strangeness as well, and the valley has become a hotspot for the phenomena of cattle mutilations. This is when cattle or other livestock are found dead and in very strange circumstances. The carcasses are usually cut up, drained of blood, missing soft tissue organs or other extremities, dismembered or otherwise mutilated in a variety of ways, always showing a surgical precision to the cuts, not consistent with the attack of a predator such as a coyote or a mountain lion. There are, other, there are typically other oddities as well, such as a lack of flies or strange substances seeping from the wombs, which are sometimes even carterized. Dead birchard cattle will be reported miles away from where they disappeared, or in inaccessible places. There is never any sign of tracks or any perpetrator around the body. No scuff marks or sign of a struggle. And sometimes there aren't even tracks from the dead animal as if it has just materialized there or been carefully placed from the air. Usually there is no blood at all and a distant lack and a distinct lack of decomposition or damage from scavengers. Even insects are usually said to shun these mystery corpses. It is all very bizarre and the San Luis Valley supposedly just happens to be the origin of it all. Wow. Now, they had a lot of things listed there that we commonly see in these, what we could say, animal mutilation animal mutilation cases. Usually it's cows, but we're finding out that a lot more seems to be it's horses. And maybe that's just because it's easier to get to a horse. Maybe there's more horses around in the types of areas that these things like to take them. You know, with modern agriculture, a lot of your cattle now is it's it, in its adult stage of its life, that last uh, year or two, they're raised in uh, feedlots. Might be a little tougher for these things to get abducted there, I don't know. It'll be interesting over the next few days or a couple next weeks if we can find more information on these horse mutilations that have been occurring in France and Europe to see if they have some of the same uh, commonalities that this was mentioned here with with the lesions, uh, the lack of blood, insects not attacking them, uh, the way they were mutilated. Some of those 
some of those uh, clues are already there with these animals having their sex organs cut out, their ears cut off, their eyes gouged out, all the same sort of really terrible things that we've seen happen to other animals, especially gals, here in the States. Now it says here, um, although the cattle mutilation phenomena usually involves cows, the animal death that is believed to have been the first to kick off the phenomena in San Luis Valley was not a cow, but a horse. The horse in question was an Appaloosa named Lady. Now, I believe that correct name was Snippy, right? Yes, Snippy. And like I said, the the writer of the first article got it confused. Um, The horse in question was an Appaloosa named Lady, which was cared for by a man named Harry King, who lived with his mother and sister on the King Ranch at the base of the Blanca Massif near the town of Alamosa. One day in September of 1967, Lady failed to come out to the fence to get her usual treat and water. This was very unusual for Lady, as she always came out at the same time every day. It was odd enough that King became worried and decided to go look for the horse, but he was unprepared for the gruesome scene he was about to find. Now, they do have a picture of this poor horse, and uh, if you go to um, uh, the website, ufowarning.com, you can link on and see the picture there. He found Lady out in the field, lying on her side, which was already very strange, but as King drew closer, he could see that Lady was in fact dead and stripped of all flesh from the head to the shoulders, the bones and skull fully exposed while the rest of her body was intact or at least sort of intact. It was found that there were swaths of flesh missing from the animal's flanks, which seemed to have been cut out with precision using a very sharp instrument, and the heart, lungs, and brain were missing. The entire carcass seemed to be drained of blood as well, and oddly there was no splatter from the cuts that had been inflicted. Now this is the thing that I couldn't find in the articles that I found today about the horse mutilations in Europe was about the blood splatter. It's almost like uh, whoever's doing the interviewing here uh, is not thinking to ask the questions. And if you're in France and you happen to be one of the victims, or your excuse me, your horse happened to be the victim of one of these things, by all means, uh, contact me. I would love to love to interview and find out what's going on. There's so many unanswered questions. It goes on and says the entire carcass seemed to be drained of blood as well, and oddly there was no splatter from the cuts that had been inflicted. There were other bizarre clues in the area as well, pervading the whole scene was allegedly a strong, distinctly chemical smell. And not far from the carcass, there were found what later were described as giant horse-like tracks, as well as scorch marks on the ground that looked like exhaust marks from a rocket taking off. The tracks of Lady herself reportedly ended 100 yards away from where the mutilated body was sprawled out, with no other footprints between them to give to give away. Who could have been? Who could have possibly placed it there? There was also found a flattened ring of bushes and indentations that formed a circle within it, and on these bushes was supposedly found a green gelatinous substance that irritated the skin when touched. Nearby was found a shard of metal with horsehair in it, and the bushes, burn marks, and the metallic object were all later found to be imbued with levels of radioactivity. 
man, that's all stuff that you hear about with these uh, close UFO close encounters. And the thing with the giant tracks, it almost makes you wonder if maybe this UFO hadn't shown up impersonating a horse. You know, so often we hear about these things shape-shifting. I don't know. Really, really strange. I think that, you know, they have a picture here. That might be Linda Moulton Howe. I don't know. I think that's the ranch owner. No, that must be his mom and his sister, maybe. When a law enforcement, when law enforcement arrived... They tried to write it off as a death by lightning strike, but this explanation didn't match any of the evidence at all. Several days later, the police brought out a pathologist by the name of Dr. John Allstilter for a more expert opinion. The body at this point had been there for several days, yet there was no sign of bloating or decomposition and no flies like one would expect to be buzzing about. Indeed, the corpse supposedly had very little deterioration at all, and oddly seemed to have been completely ignored by scavengers. Now this is the thing with, in Europe, of course, you know, it's so much more densely populated there, that you're probably just not going to have a situation like this. I mean, when the horse is killed or mutilated, it's going to be found pretty quickly, because there's not enough area for that thing to roam around in and not be found for a couple days. So they're finding these uh, European uh, horse mutilation cases very quickly after the fact, it seems like. It goes on, Allstuller also concurred that the cuts were clean and had been expertly done and dismissed suggestions from the police that it could have been the work of coyotes or other predators he was completely puzzled by the state of the carcass and would later say, I have done hundreds of autopsies. You can't cut into a body without getting some blood. But there was no blood on the skin or the ground. No blood anywhere. The outer edges of the skin were cut firm, almost as if they had been carterized by a modern-day laser. But that but there was no carterizing laser technology like that in 1967. After the discovery of the body, reports from locals saying that they had seen strange lights in the sky near the King Ranch at around the same time of the incident, as well as black helicopters afterwards, all added to the mystery and combined with the bizarre state of the carcass before long reporters were flocking in and it was hitting the news. The horse, now given the rather morbid name, Snippy, due to its enigmatic <clears throat> condition, excuse me, became a local celebrity, and people were whispering that it was everything from the work of aliens and flying saucers to satanic cults to secret government experiments. At the time, another pathologist, this one Dr. Robert Adams, was sent by the U.S. Air Force to examine the corpse as part of the Condon, Condon Committee, a, per, a precursor to the UFO study project called Project Blue Book. According to Adams, the condition of the horse's body was due to no unearthly cause, as at least and not to my mind. Well, it sounds like they just kind of wrote it off here. Apparently, I had the names backwards. The horse's actual name was Lady, and then the newspaper's renamed it Snippy. Now it says the case of Snippy the horse is widely accepted as starting the trend 
of the cattle mutilation phenomena as dozens of reports began to come from all over the valley before spreading out into the world at large, with the San Luis Valley being ground zero for all of it. But you have to wonder, the article goes on from there, and you can go and connect at ufowarning.com if you want to read the rest of it. I have to think maybe this cattle mutilation thing has been going on a lot longer. It may be, may be pretty much for as long as, as people have had cattle. And maybe the reason that it got traction after after this poor horse was reported as the first horse mutilation, that probably is just because of the nature of, uh, of the way the information travels today. You know, this is a modern era. We have newspapers, radios, television. Uh, who's to say if this stuff wasn't going on uh, long ago and just not being reported or being misreported as having been caused by anything other than uh, some type of UFO or non-human entity. Uh, I did like the fact they pointed out that there were UFO reports in the area at the time that uh, this horse was mutilated. And I wonder if there aren't UFO reports happening in correlation with these horse mutilations taking place in France and uh, in England. Uh, we're not really uh, seeing the reporting to verify whether that's true or not, but you know, this is something that we can keep in mind, and if you're listening to this podcast from somewhere in the UK or France, and you're familiar with these horse mutilation cases, and you know about UFO sightings and encounters that happen, happen in conjunction with these things, by all means, leave a comment on Twitter or send me an email. It would be really fascinating to get some uh, on-the-ground uh, point of view from where these things are happening, because so many times... When we have a UFO encounter or a cattle mutilation or whatever, and it happens on another continent, it's it's so difficult for somebody who's living halfway across the world or even 3,000 miles away to get the whole story or to even get the majority of the story. But so far, it looks like what's shaping up to be a very disturbing trend happening there uh, on the other side of the Atlantic from us in the U.S. And although... It seems like the authorities and uh, the mainstream media are going to great efforts to make this look as though it's uh, human-caused by some sort of a cult or satanic cult. You have to wonder if there's not more to the story than this. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.